，享受工作，乐生活。就算不在办公室，也能从容应对线上会议。HP Dragonfly 透过专业的 HP Presence 设计，内建降噪及会议快速键，搭配清晰的 Ben and Olufsen 音效，增强音讯及视讯功能。HP Dragonfly 顶级商务笔电，采用 Windows 11专业版。让您在会议中享有最佳的视觉和听觉品质。The Orange Devils are in Taiwan. The marching band from Japan's Kyoto Tachibana High School arrived on Wednesday, ready to perform at the National Day Parade next Monday. Altogether, there are almost 100 students and teachers from the school in the delegation. On Thursday, the young musicians offered a preview of their performance at the Grand Hotel in Taipei. The band is known for its striking orange outfits, but on Thursday they chose to simply wear their school uniforms. They filled the lobby at the Grand Hotel with their jazzy music and energetic performances, wowing spectators. On their instruments, they carried banners celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Japan-Taiwan Exchange Association. The Japanese marching band will be the first group of foreign performers to have an act at Taiwan's National Day Parade. Kaohsiung is a city blessed with many thriving small businesses. Have you ever noticed how many of them are the king of something, in name at least? A recent survey found that over 25 businesses in Kaohsiung call themselves Da Wang, which means the king. Let's take a trip to the south to explore just a few of the kings in the city. In Kaohsiung, there are shops proclaiming to be the king of milk, the king of school bags, the king of pork ribs. Is anyone in Kaohsiung not a king? I think it's about our bold spirit because in the past, very few people in Kaohsiung sold lotus root. We're the second generation in business since 1966. Perhaps it's also because a store called King is easy to remember and sounds pretty good. This Lotus Root shop has been in business for 56 years. Customers say the name with the word Da Wang sounds majestic. But it does share many namesakes. This green bean soup shop has been in business for 50 years. Customers say the beans here have just the perfect texture, with each bean maintaining integrity. The king of green bean soup. You probably have to be very confident to choose that name, something like king or conqueror. The Chinese characters don't have many strokes. I wanted to see if a name with the word king might make more money. According to a Facebook page, Gaoxiong Dian, there are at least 25 establishments in the city who claim to be the king of something. There are kings of jobs, tears, mutton, glasses, pants, and all kinds of other clothes and cuisines. Perhaps the most famous is a drink shop claiming to be the king of milk in Gaoxiong, founded in 1966. Meanwhile, a young entrepreneur is continuing the honored tradition, opening up a shop as the king of ice treats. We call ourselves the king of ice treats because all our drinks are made with natural ingredients. We want that commitment to come across to every customer. We want to be the best in the drinks world, so we're the king. And let's not forget the king of school bags, founded 63 years ago. It is still the only shop billing itself as the king of school bags in Taiwan. This store is a shared memory of school days for thousands of Gaoxiong locals. 
Next time you're in the port city, make sure to watch out for royalty around every corner. A policy to give every school child a tablet in class was one of the Ministry of Education's flagship digital education goals. The ministry has earmarked 20 billion NT over four years to revolutionize learning at grades 1 through 12. Teachers using tablets in class say it's part of a broader revolution in teaching and learning. With the flexibility a tablet affords, students have more chances to invent a learning style that works for them, rather than toiling away at a monolithic program. We take a trip to Wangzi Elementary in Taichung to learn more. In every class, each student has a tablet in their hands. The teacher stands at the front and teaches through the devices. This lesson is on natural sciences. Using the tablet, abstract concepts become concrete and understanding opens up for kids. The Ministry of Education has launched a digital learning plan to give every school class internet access and every child a tablet. When I watch the video to prepare for the class I'm going to do, it makes what we do in class more memorable. And I don't feel in the class like I can't understand what the teacher is saying. I only remember if it's interesting. That's an insight most of us can agree with. Teachers say that if every child has a tablet, teachers must also change their styles of teaching. Force-feeding students' facts is becoming obsolete. It makes some abstract ideas concrete. Then I can use some electric circuits and currents to make it look like a real flow is occurring. So that way the students can establish a mental model, which is very important in scientific education. Then when they actually carry out experiments and observe the natural environment, then they have more tools to use. In this class, students break into small groups to discuss the task they're working on using the tablets. Then they report their experiences to the class in small groups. They can prepare for the class in advance using the tablet and revise it afterward. Learning is much more flexible. As the program rolls out, children across Taiwan will find out if this makes lessons more or less of a headache. A delegation of German lawmakers on Thursday held a press conference before their departure from Taiwan. The group's head said that he enjoyed his six-day stay in Taiwan, which included meetings with the president and government officials, as well as a visit to Tainan. The lawmaker voiced hope of more Germany-Taiwan exchanges to come in a variety of fields. He's our representative of Taiwan into Germany. Taiwan's representative to Germany, Xie Zhiwei, traveled back to Taiwan with a delegation of German lawmakers. She had kept a low profile over the six-day visit. After all, the German visitors were the important guests here. Before departing back to Germany, the head of the group, Klaus-Peter Wilsch, said he had been very warmly welcomed to Taiwan and that he had really enjoyed his stay. It's a pity that we are going to be returning to Germany before the National Day celebrations on October 10th. The new session of Parliament will have already started by then, so I would like to wish you a happy 111th birthday. A German lawmaker voiced hope that visits between Taiwan and Germany would become commonplace after COVID. He said he expected more delegations to visit in the future. 
Also zum Letzteren äh, kann man sagen, dass... Äh The Bundestag's Committee on Human Rights and Humanitarian Aid should be visiting very soon. And next year, members of the Family Affairs, Senior Citizens, Women and Youth Committee will also come to Taiwan. Wir sind äh, als deutsche Parlamentarierinnen und Parlamentarier etwas über... If some country tells us to not visit another country, that's unacceptable to us. We decide which countries we visit. The lawmaker directed some thinly veiled criticism at China, which frequently protests international exchanges with Taiwan. The lawmakers in this delegation come from six different political parties, meaning that in Germany they often have different stances on many issues. According to delegation leader Wilsch, the consensus in the Bundestag is that military threats by bigger countries to smaller countries are unacceptable to all. He added that with the shared values of freedom and democracy, he hoped Taiwan and Germany could carry out deeper exchanges in a variety of fields. The president of Palau, Serengo Whips Jr., arrived in Taiwan late Wednesday, receiving a military welcome the next day. In addition to participating in the National Day Ceremony, he will attend the Yushan Forum and signed agreements with Taiwan in finance and tourism. Let's hear President Tsai Ing-wen's remarks. In recent years, Palau has continued to speak out for Taiwan and support Taiwan's international participation. Last year, at the United Nations General Assembly, we saw President Whips use the analogy of the surgeon fish, calling on the world to act like the surgeon fish and come together to support Taiwan's participation in the UN. We hope that with the support of President Whips and each of you, our two countries will work together to develop a broader scope of cooperation, create regional prosperity, and become an important stabilizing force in the Asia-Pacific region. Throughout the almost 23 years of our partnership, uh, Taiwan has been our strongest partner. And I think it is our duty to do all we can to support uh, the Republic of China, Taiwan, on international organizations like IKO, WHO, um, and the UN. In addition to Palau, many other international dignitaries are traveling to Taiwan to attend the Yushan Forum. They include former Deputy Prime Minister of New Zealand, Winston Peters. In a reception with Peters, President Tsai said that this year the theme of the forum is revitalizing, reorienting and reconnecting. She says it signifies that with the opening of the border next week, Taiwan can build bridges with other countries once again. Taiwan swept the board at this year's RD100 Awards, sometimes known as the Oscars of Innovation. Taiwanese Tech Developments won 12 awards and the country came second place in the world. Today, we take a look at some of the winning ideas that come out of Taiwan and hear from officials about what the awards mean for the future of tech and industry. This is a small piece of low-temperature co-fired ceramic. It's resistant to high temperatures and conducts reliably at high frequencies of 1 to 100 gigahertz. The Industrial Research Technology Institute worked with a materials manufacturer to create this 9KC green tape LTCC, a new solution for 5G and millimeter wave communications. Until now, Taiwan has relied on U.S. giant Qualcomm for parts like this. Now it can make its own. 
产品呢荣获了 I. The product received the recognition of the R&D 100 awards. This achievement will bring us a new solution for future 5G millimeter wave applications. Put on this augmented reality headset, and the high-res micro-LED modules inside create a vivid projection on a tiny crystal screen just half an inch wide. It's bright, high-res, highly integrated, and low on energy use. All those traits make it perfect for the virtual world. Meanwhile, this device uses AI to help detect and diagnose diabetic retinal and macular degeneration. Fourteen other common eye conditions can also be detected at the same time. Taiwanese innovations gleaned 12 honors at the R&D 100 Awards this year. Taiwan was, in fact, in second place on the awards table, ahead of Japan and European countries. All innovations must be led by the market, so winning R&D 100 awards is not the end, but the beginning. These awards indicate that our research achievements have gained recognition, but the most important thing is to bring these achievements into industry. It's not just this year. Since 2007, for a total of 15 years, our selections for the R&D 100 awards have won 75 awards. Deputy Economics Minister Lin Chuan Neng pointed out that Taiwan has been winning accolades for its innovations for many years. More than 90% of those award winners sold their technologies to manufacturers and can be found on the market, even spawning the creation of many new startups. Prices in September this year were 2.75% higher than the same month last year, according to the latest government data. That's above the 2% inflation target set by the central bank. The cost of a basket of 17 government-tracked goods went up 5.84% from September 2021, the biggest increase in eight years. The price of cooking oil saw the biggest surge at 16.03%, a 13-and-a-half-year high. Let's hear from the government's statistics agency. The main thing was the 5.3% raise we saw in food items. That accounted for about half of the 2.75 increase in the CPI for September. In late August and early September, the periphery of several typhoons delivered heavy rains to Taiwan, causing the price of vegetables to go up somewhat. The price of toilet paper went up due to rising international paper pulp prices. But the impact on domestic manufacturers was limited, so the rise wasn't as pronounced as that for items like cooking oil. As the new Taiwan dollar continues to depreciate, the price of imported goods has increased significantly, almost 20 percent. Currently, there is no indication that imported inflation is easing. Though the NT keeps depreciating, fueling imported inflation, the statistics agency say the worst effects of inflation have already passed. It says that it expects the CPI for the fourth quarter to be somewhat lower than that for Q3. A naming and launch ceremony was held Thursday morning for a new Amping-class patrol ship commissioned by the Coast Guard Administration. The 600-ton ship is Taiwan's sixth Anping-class vessel, and it will be used to safeguard the country's coastal borders and combat illegal fishing. Also on Thursday, the fifth Anping-class patrol ship, Bali, was delivered to the Coast Guard Administration. The red cloth is lifted, and the vessel's name, Jian, is officially revealed. Next up in the christening, a bottle is smashed against the ship. 
In the future, it will be deployed to the Eastern Sector Flotilla and will carry out patrol duties on the Pacific Ocean east of Taiwan, including the exclusive economic zone at Green Island and Orchid Island. At the same time as the ceremony, the 5th Anping-class patrol ship Bali was delivered to the Coast Guard Administration. Bali is equipped with a patented self-writing boat which can quickly carry out rescues at sea, as well as help the Coast Guard board inspect or drive away fishing vessels which have crossed the border. On top of that, it also has a rocket system. Originally, Bali was not planned to be delivered until the end of this year, but with the determination to speed up its construction, it was finished before schedule. We all know what kind of vessels the Coast Guard needs, and as long as they ask, we will do our best to build them. We're making three types of ships, 100-ton, 35-ton, and 600-ton ships, the same type as the Tuojiang. All three types were delivered ahead of schedule, so our work went really smoothly. The upgraded performance of the newly built vessels will strengthen Taiwan's maritime patrol capabilities, protect the country's maritime rights and interests, and safeguard the lives and property of fishermen. With tensions rising in the Taiwan Strait, the Ministry of National Defense is reconsidering what Taiwan's military will regard as a first strike by China. Minister Chou Guozhen says the definition of first strike now includes intrusion into Taiwan's territorial airspace. The territorial airspace extends just 12 nautical miles from the coast of Taiwan. The minister said that any intrusions on it would result in countermeasures from Taiwan's military. With its frequent incursions, the PLA has shown that it has stopped recognizing the median line of the Taiwan Strait. That is making Taiwan reconsider what actions would be considered a first strike from China. Previously, we had said that we wouldn't be the ones to fire the first round or be the first ones to attack. We said we would only counterattack after the enemy starts the conflict. Does that approach still stand? Back then, we said that we wouldn't fire the first round, that we wouldn't strike unless they attacked us first. That includes artillery and missiles and so on. If they send warplanes into our airspace, that counts as the first attack. That's right. The defense minister said that aircraft flying into Taiwan's airspace would constitute a first strike against Taiwan. With cross-strait tension on the rise, the military is not just revising its definition of first strike, it has also decided to extend the duration of conscription. We'll announce the conscription changes before the end of the year. They have to be announced one year before they take effect. We're also working to adapt our defense strategy to the changing threats we face. To this end, we have substantially increased our defense spending, including on asymmetric warfare capability, weapons upgrades, and domestic vessel production. Only Taiwan's democratically elected government has the right to represent the Taiwanese people. In a pre-recorded message on Wednesday, President Tsai Ing-wen addressed the Washington-based Global Taiwan Institute, thanking the U.S. for its assistance to Taiwan. In an interview in Hawaii last week, U.S. Pacific Fleet Commander Samuel Paparo said that the U.S. and its allies would be able to break a maritime blockade of Taiwan imposed by China. Comments of support like that in recent weeks have been seen as a signal to China that the U.S. will stand with Taiwan.